Hello everybody, I hope you're having a great week and welcome to Shemaine's Model Health Podcast. For those wishing to optimize their long-term health and weight goals, I am Shemaine Linney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert and I'm very grateful to have you back with me again this week. Like seriously, I am really grateful that you guys continue to follow and support me in supporting you. So welcome to this week's podcast where we are talking about biohacking hair loss. Um, And I've had quite a few women come to me lately with hair loss issues um, and some with alopecia. And when we look at hair loss, we understand that hair loss is always a symptom. So it's not a cause, it's a symptom. But I've found lately that alopecia especially has been popping up and it makes me think that maybe it's more common than what I thought or what the general public think. So if we look at alopecia or alopecia areata as it's known in the conventional medical world, it's an autoimmune um, issue and we know with autoimmune issues there's almost always a gut element connected to it because we know leaky gut is when those tight junctions in your gut cell wall open up and bacteria then lipopolysaccharides or undigested foods they get into the bloodstream where the immune system maybe doesn't want them and this can cause an autoimmune attack and alopecia really is nothing more than a disease that describes or shows us where the immune system is attacking so in your hair follicles so um, and this can be said the same for if you break out in rashes after maybe eating certain foods this shows us that this is maybe the weakest point in your body that your autoimmune system has chosen to attack first Um, So we would have to assume that any person who has a hair loss issue has some sort of gut issue. Now that's not to say it's the case with everyone, but I would say there's a very strong correlation that if you have hair loss or alopecia, um, apart from it being a genetic factor, there's more than likely a good issue. Um, and when we look at good issues, it could be a good issue where you have like leaky gut or a full-on infection like a parasite or fungal overgrowth or even the likes of a bacterial infection. It might just be something like a small intestinal bacteria overgrowth or it could be something along the lines of hydrochloric acid and amino acids issues or maybe enzyme deficiencies where you can't break down amino acids or ionize minerals minerals the way you would like Um, and I spoke more about the digestive system and enzymes in last week's podcast so if you need a bit more clarity on that go back and check that out. Okay so then one of the common symptoms that we associate hair loss with um, or one of the root causes that we associate hair loss with would be low thyroid. Um, 
a lot of women will see hair loss, um, especially around the hairline around the face. Um, and then like the outer edge of your eyebrows will thin out basically because we need thyroid hormone for adequate hair growth. So thyroid hormone is really powerful. It's a powerful growth factor for hair follicles to produce new hair. Um, and if you have low thyroid function, and that could be from say anemia, because a big building block for thyroid hormone is iron. So if you have low thyroid function from this, this may be the cause of your hair loss. Um, also, if you're a female that's vegetarian or has a gut issue or low stomach acid, which typically also means low enzymes or malabsorption, you kind of have set yourself up for high risk um, with thyroid issues because we need that iron to make healthy thyroid hormone. And what I mean is if you're, so if you're vegetarian, you're obviously not getting those red meats that are high in iron but also if you're having issues with stomach acid then even if you are getting in those red meats maybe you're not breaking them down and absorbing the nutrients properly either and this means we always want to look at thyroid issues when we see hair loss and we always want to look at anemia especially for women when like I said they're either vegetarian or vegan they have good issues uh, malabsorption or even if they're menstruating excessively. So if you're bleeding a lot and your period is very, very heavy, um, this might be one of the underlying issues that's leading to thyroid issues. Um, also, if you see reverse T3 elevated, so if you get your thyroid hormones tested and you're seeing that T3 is elevated, this might be a sign um, that would be contributing to your hair loss. And also too much iodine, especially with thyroid issues, can drive hair loss too. So when we're looking at levels for iron, we look at your ferritin and your iron saturation. We kind of like iron saturation 25 or above. Then we like ferritin, at least for women that are still getting their period. We want to see that around 30 or above. Um, also, it's... It's good to know that the more of an iron deficiency you have, the more your body is going to pull iron away from your thyroid. This causes your thyroid, of course, to react more because your body can't use iron to carry oxygen and make thyroid hormones. So it's a vicious cycle. Um, next, we look at stress and the stress hormone that does a lot to your body, including causes hair loss. And I think we kind of all know this, but we don't pay enough attention to it. You might say to your friend, oh, my hair is falling out, and she's like, oh, stress. But yeah, so hair loss, the stress hormone will typically cause us to catabolize tissues and amino acids. So when we catabolize or break down or eat our own tissues and amino acids, um, 
that these generally would be used to make muscles and neurotransmitters and of course hair but when we catabolize these um we start to see that we lose our ability to make new hair. So it's very possible the more you're in a stressed state, the more your adrenals are hyper-responding, um, you catabolize those building blocks, so those amino acids that you need to make new quality hair. Um, and then also when we're looking at stress, and the stress hormone cortisol, we know that we need good levels of cortisol for a healthy thyroid. Um, this is one of the reasons that no matter why I work with a client, I'm always trying to balance hormones first, or at least in our process, whether or not there are stress hormones or insulin hormones, whatever they may be, I'm always looking at hormones. Um, Okay, so after we look at what the causes for hair loss might be, we want to look at how to address the issue. We know nutrition, of course, plays a big part, giving your body those essential, essential nutrients and tools it needs to heal itself and regenerate new cells. We also want to look at supplements. Um, what supplements can you integrate? First, I want to remind you that supplements are supposed to supplement a good, healthy lifestyle. They'll not do anything if your nutrition and your lifestyle is crap. So save your money until you have addressed those other lifestyle factors. You especially want to look at inflammation and foods that damage your tight cell junctions um, before you start bringing in supplements because it's just not going to work. Um, so also before you want to bring in supplements you want to find out if there's maybe a fungus or a bacteria issue so you firstly want to find out then you want to stop feeding those bugs um, with sugar because we know they thrive off sugar and this will help put a stop to proliferation and at the same time make sure we have enough good clean amino acids and protein in your diet that you're actually able to digest um, so that brings us back to those uh, that supplements like hydrochloric acid or even betaine with pepsin and those enzymes so making sure that you're able to digest whatever you're taking in so we want to kind of have more of a holistic based approach uh, where we're looking at the body first, diet and lifestyle. How are your blood glucose levels? Do you have macro and micronutrients dialed in? Are there maybe too, car too many carbs or proteins in your diet that are getting converted to too much blood sugars? Um, are you breaking your food down, of course? Is sleep, stress, self-care, are they all good? Um, so once we have all of them, then we would look into the gut and then we would look at any deeper infections or hormonal balances. So by looking at all those, we can kind of assess what supplements we need. So supplements, we would look at those essential fatty acids or omega-3s. So um, a good fish oil, one of high integrity, or even an algae oil can be very effective. Next, we would look at conventional things like biotin. 
it's kind of hit and miss. Um, some people say it works, some say it doesn't. I say it is a B vitamin and it's it can't cause any harm. Um, and we know that B vitamins can be very helpful with your skin and your hair. So I like to supplement with biotin. I personally supplement with biotin, but I also add in an extra B complex as well. Uh, next, I would prescribe collagen, which is one of my favorite, especially super dosing collagen for hair loss. Um, I like to super dose collagen, so that will be a tablespoon in each of my hot beverages a day. So that could be quite a lot, depending on how many teas or coffee I'm having. Um, collagen is very high in glycine and proline and hydro hydroxyproline, which help provide building blocks for skin, hair and nails um, and of course again I know I sound like a broken record but those digestive enzymes to help your body break down and absorb these nutrients like if you're spending in collagen can be pricey if you're spending a lot of money on collagen um, and other supplements you want to be at least sure that you're getting your money's worth so you want to be able to absorb pretty much your money. Um, another thing we see is that DHT. Um, DHT is an androgen hormone, kind of like testosterone, and it's been shown to starve out blood flow to hair follicles. So through testing, we can look at women who maybe suffer with PCOS and we can understand that this can drive elevations or increases in androgens. And then with this, we can use things like GLA fatty acids. Um, I like to prescribe evening primrose oil. Again, I take that myself. Or blackcurrant seed oil. These can both help reduce DHT. Uh, we can also look at zinc and selenium, which are also awesome for thyroid issues. Um, and then in men, we can use saw palmetto and pumpkin seed extract. But I also have been known to prescribe these to women as well, especially my women that have more severe hair loss issues like alopecia areata. Okay, so to summarize it, really easy. The first thing we'll do is we'll look at your diet and we'll cut out all, the, all those crappy high sugar foods, including grains. Uh, we look at getting your insulin levels under control and your blood glucose. Then we're going to look at are you digesting foods and proteins and all your nutrients well. Um, we will look then at your adrenals, so maybe some symptoms that have been associated with adrenal fatigue, so I take a look at that. We will have a look at thyroid or any associated symptoms that are thyroid related or maybe a history of thyroid in your family. Um, we'll of course check out your gut and generally I start the healing process of the gut immediately when I work with someone. Um, and then you can try some of the supplements I listed above. 
I find them to be quite effective. I have had hair issues since I was diagnosed with thyroid issues and to be honest I don't have those issues anymore. My hair is longer and fuller and I'm very happy with it. Um, but then if all of the above is not working then your next step obviously is to reach out to a good functional medicine professional or a holistic professional to um, get you moving forward with the next steps. So um, definitely deeper kind on information. I've been hoping to go deeper over the last few podcasts. I hope it made sense. If it's too deep, let me know. If you've any questions, let me know. Of course, sharing is caring. If you know anyone that could even benefit from this, please share. I mean, these podcasts are free and I put them out so that I may help people have some sort of understanding on how they can optimize their health. Um, and again, thank you for joining me and I hope you have an amazing, fabulous week and stay safe. Bye.